Hi guys, and welcome to the Box Office Club, your hub for all things movie news, reviews, numbers, and updates. We're your hosts, I'm Emily. And I'm Kate, and today we'll be giving you our straight from the seat review for Scream 6. So Scream 6 is the next installment of the Scream franchise, uh, where the survivors of the ghost face killings from the Scream 2022 requel leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter in New York City. This installment was directed by Matt Bettinelli-Olpin and Tyler Gillett, the duo known for Scream 2022, Ready or Not, and VHS. This installment stars... Melissa Barrera reprising her role as Sam Carpenter from the 2022 Scream. Jenna Ortega also reprising her role. Uh, Courtney Cox, as always, when it comes to Scream movies and a bunch of other notable cast members, one of which I labeled as an off-brand Avenjogia. <laughs> and that's how we're going to kick this off. Let's talk <laughs> Scream 6. Let's talk it. I'm so excited. Um, So I've I have like the DVD set of the first four movies. And then for whatever reason, I didn't watch the one that came out last year for again, like I said, I have no idea why I didn't go see that. Um, so I watched it last night, <laughs> last night. Yeah. So it's very fresh in my mind. Okay. So going into this, mm -hmm. what were your thoughts after seeing the, the requel? What were your expectations? Um, my expectations were, you know, I feel like they did a really good job with the requel. Like it really was that it's a reboot, but it's also a sequel. And they brought in so much stuff from the previous film. So um, I don't know if technically this would be a spoiler, but um, I feel like if you're listening to a review from Scream 6, you would have had to have watched Scream 5. Yes. Correct. Absolutely. That's what I would think. So anything, we will be talking probably some of Scream 5, the 2022. So we're not going to say spoiler alert for anything in that movie, anything mm -hmm. for this movie. If we're going to get into specific details, we will give a spoiler alert disclaimer. But this is your warning that if for some reason you're listening to this and you haven't watched <laughs> Scream 5, there will be spoilers <laughs> for Scream 5. Then immediately right now, pause this and go watch it and then come back. Yeah. That's basically it. Yep. Um, <laughs> But with the, with the fifth one, I really like that for the long, like not the longest time, but like that they ended at Stu Mocker's house where yeah. they ended the first scream. I'm like, that was brilliant. Yes. That was so cool. But it was kind of like a reveal because you really didn't see anything until they were like, oh, my God. Um, I think it was when Sydney and Gail were going to there and she's like, it's here. And I was like, oh, my God no way it's not going to be at the house. And it was I'm mm -hmm. like, that is so cool. I, that's one of the things that I love about the scream franchise is that they pull so much. They love horror movies. Uh -huh. They pull so much from the previous ones and then it all makes sense. Yeah. So I loved it. They, they did a, I really enjoyed scream five. Um, I was a little nervous. I mm -hmm. think as I have said before, because it was going to be the scream without Wes Craven mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't want them to just do another money grab, but I really love this franchise. Mm -hmm. So I really want to go. 
um, see as they describe in the movie, the requel. And I like how they tied it all together. I like that everyone was connected to the original movie Mm -hmm. and it wasn't just more people like in scream three, like, Oh, I'm making the movies for scream. Mm -hmm. So now I'm gotta, gotta keep the killing going so I can make a new movie. And like, yes, that was the movies were a driving factor in scream five, the stab movies, Mm -hmm. but with a purpose to the original, which I thought was kind of refreshing at that point because I felt like it was kind of getting mm-hmm. out of hand. Which, and then that's something that they talk about in the movies in relation to the stab movies. Yeah. Is that they're like, it gets out of hand and none of it makes sense. We got to go back to the original. And yeah. then that's literally what they do. So, quite literally. I love it. I love that whole aspect of it. So you had you had high hopes coming into the day. I I did yes, um, because I mean, like I said, just watched it last night, and then what you said, them moving to they're they're moving away from Woodsboro, they're going to New York City. When <laughs> when movies make that move to New York City, it doesn't really translate. So when you said that, I was like, yeah, absolutely, I agree with that. So my hopes were optimistic, but they, I knew that there was a chance that they it could be a little disappointing. Yes. I um, made it clear that I was scared, Mm -hmm. scared to scream. Um, But I just, I love this franchise Mm -hmm. so much. I've always been a a huge fan of it. Um, I think Matt even dressed up as Ghostface uh, two Halloweens ago. That's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because he's so fucking tall. But just because he had never seen them before. Yeah, he's never seen them before. So we were I was showing them to him because I was like, how are we engaged? And you've never seen Scream? Oh, my God. Like, you freaking weirdo. Um, and I was like, I'm not walking down that aisle in August until you watch this movie. And then clearly you were my bridesmaid. You saw us tie the knot. So he must have watched. Did, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he became obsessed and um, he was like, I have to be Ghostface for Halloween. So he was. Um, That's crazy. It's going to be part of like my my tat, my horror movie tat mm-hmm. that I've been working on. So it, I was scared because I don't want something I love to be ruined. And it's something that happens with a lot of franchises, mm-hmm. especially when they start getting into the bigger number. Yes. Movie. Um, so I was I was scared. Um, I enjoyed it. I left not upset. That's good. <laughs> I, I I really enjoyed it. I mean, there were definitely times like we try very hard to like hide our emotions, but got some laugh out louds from us. So, yes. And why is it anytime we go to a movie together, there's always something with an eye oh that my freaks God. you out. Oh, I was waiting for it. So the entire movie, like... They're, they're going towards the faces. And I'm like, one of these times. <laughs> and then, yep. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't like it. So I did not technically watch that part. I looked at you. I was <laughs> like, oh, I know. I saw you look over. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, like looking so- down. I was covering my eyes. I'm like, come on. I was like, I'm not supposed to look at her, but I, I need. Because <laughs> what are the odds all the time all the time there it's like a new thing in like horror movie like i guess it's not like new but i feel like it's becoming like trendy yes to have like the eye jabs i think because it they can make it look really realistic now like before it was always kind of you had to be a little bit more careful because it's someone's eyeball but now 
they can make it look really realistic to like little actual scaring of the person or actor that it's going to be. That's that's what I'm thinking. But yeah, it's definitely like a trend now. And I am, do not appreciate it. Yeah. I'm sorry to say. Give me more blood and guts, not eyeballs. <laughs> okay. So we need to. I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> yes. Um, shocker. <laughs> but I, a lot of them are really positive, mm-hmm. I think. Um, you know, in the beginning, I was like, okay, you know, this could. It, I think they worked it really well. I think so too. Yeah. And I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how they worked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about all the layers that they put in this two hour runtime. Mm-hmm. Um, Keeping it fresh while, you know, moving to the big city mm-hmm. and not having some of those char- characters come back. Like there was no Sydney in this one, the mm-hmm. first Scream movie, not having Sydney Prescott. Yeah, I think, I mean, love to see her in it every, all the time. Yeah. Um, amazing actress. Uh, I, I feel like I always say her name wrong, but it's Neve, right? Neve Campbell or Nev Campbell? I think Neve. I think Campbell. Neve, yeah. I think you're right on I that. Think I've heard it both ways, so I was always like, but Neve Campbell, she's an amazing actress. She's great. It was you definitely felt her absence, but it was explained. I mean, yeah. Six movie. She's got kids from the last one. Yeah. And a and a husband and everything. So like, yeah, she's gonna disappear. Bye. <laughs> like it's not just her anymore and it's not just like her and like a boyfriend. It's yeah. her family and of course she's going to protect them. Yeah. Because she's Sydney fucking Prescott. But you know, um, Courtney Cox came back. Mm-hmm. Always love to see her. Ski yeah. Altridge comes back mm-hmm. for this one. Um, I love, love him. Yes. And like <laughs> everything. Um, I, I put like a little I, on my sheet, Ski <laughs> Altridge with a heart. Um <laughs> So there's so much to talk about. Um, so I want to try and talk about the stuff that will not be spoiler-ish or that we could tread around without giving away a storyline. Okay. Um, and then I, I think a lot of it is going to tread into a spoiler territory. So we should have a clean cutoff. Yeah. Um, so what's your first non-spoiler thought? Okay, so this this happens right in the beginning. Okay. I mean, it's it's like a stable, but I just wrote, yeah, go right towards the alley. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, why? So there's this character. She is a film pro- assistant professor, associate professor, and she's on the phone with this um, supposed to be date, supposed to be meeting her at a bar, and... He's like, I'm lost. She walks outside. I'm like, no, don't do that. You wait inside. And then she walks towards the alley. I'm like, oh my God, it's starting early. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then they call her out on it. They do. So, but that's the first thing I wrote. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Just go right towards it. Go right towards it. Immediately. Um, let's not talk specifics right away though. Okay. Let's talk thoughts over... Yeah, let's start with that. Okay. Um, mine, are, mine are pretty much all specifics. All specifics, all spoilers. <laughs> well, did you like the movie? Let's start with that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Do we want to give it like... Um, oh, I didn't rate it. 
I didn't, I didn't do either. any of that. I was going to kind of wait till we were talking about it to like get, have final thoughts. But like, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, that we had some laugh out loud moments. So it was funny. <laughs> but then of course you're always like watching it and you're like with some of the characters, you're like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. But with the screen movies, they always kind of put an explanation for like, like one of their things, actually, I don't know actually that they used this, but where I think it was started in the first one where they're like, of course, when the main character um, runs upstairs, when she should go right out the front door and then immediately like there's something blocking the front door. So then they have to run upstairs. Yeah. So they call it out on that. Um, I, we didn't, I don't think we saw anything like that, but they always kind of explain why they're not able to do that. Yeah. One thing I've always loved about the the Scream movies is just the calling the bullshit mm-hmm. and really the rant that's in every movie. Like, well, we're in a scary movie. This mm-hmm. is what it would be. We're living a horror movie. This is what it would be. Oh, it's a sequel. What like now mm-hmm. what changes? And then today, um, this new one, it's last year. They had the rant about this is a requel. So this is what happens in a requel. Now we're in the franchise. Mm-hmm. And we get that this is what happens when we're in. These are the rules to being in a franchise horror movie now. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to that rant. Yes. Every, it's the best. every scream movie. Yes. And I'm wondering what could be after a franchise. Mm-hmm. What What would the... If there were to be a Scream 7. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't know. I love them so much, but how much can they keep pumping out? So say there's a Scream 7. What, mm-hmm. what would that go? We've got the, the, for the original, we have the sequel, we have three, four, we have the mm-hmm. requel. Now we're in a franchise. I think I got it. Okay. International. <laughs> That would be the next one, right? They've already gone to the big city. Next up, but what would, would be, their horror movie rules be? Oh, the horror movies. I don't. Hmm. What What's after a franchise? I'm trying to think. What other? Well, like Halloween, they've done the requels and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of all the other ones that have so many more movies. Um, Only coming up with Halloween. I feel like franchise is like, like that's the end rule, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because anything, once you hit franchise mode, everything after that is a, is just part of the franchise. Yes. I don't know what word they would come up with it because requel was out of, like they came up with requel. I I'd not heard that really? until I watched the movie. Yeah. Oh, until I watched the 2022 version. So I, you didn't I, hear I, about it until yesterday? Yeah. Well, until you said something <laughs> <laughs> before I watched it. You're like, yeah, it's a requel. Um, but I I don't know what would be after a franchise. Because, yeah, like you said, it would all just be a part of that. So if we got more screams, would, would we lose the rule rant? Because I don't know if I can keep doing screams without a rule rant. <laughs> I know it is a staple. It absolutely is a staple. Um, I'm trying to remember what was the one in the fourth movie? Because the first one, we've got Randy, 
explaining mm-hmm. the rules. And then he explains the rules in the second one. Yes, he does. He explains the rule. I'm sorry. He explains the rules in the third one too. The, um, his sister brings a VHS tape. Yes. That he had done. Um, so he does the, the horror movie. He does the sequel horror movie. He does when there's a third installment. I can't remember who did the fourth rant. I'm, was there a fourth rant? I don't know. I can't remember now. Me neither. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think I would be able to watch it without those rants because they're so great and they were in number five and number six. So I don't, I don't know how they would do without them. It's, it's a staple. Mm. Scream four, which plays by the rules of reboot slash remake. Right. Okay. Yes. I don't remember who says the ramp, but that um, those are the rules. It it had to have either been Charlie Walker or Kirby, right? Because they were the two um, people that loved horror movies the most. Uh, it could have definitely been Kirby. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, that's. I I don't know what that rant would be though. I do like that in the first three movies and then these past two movies that it's been um, Randy or a relative of Randy. Yes. I I like that they keep that. It's like following like the bloodline. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another thing that I like is how every time they come in, they try to make it relevant to our time too. And I think that it was brought up um, in either the last movie or this movie where Oh, it was, I think it was this movie in the very beginning um, where someone was saying the horror movies and like slasher movies are so cool because you get to see what is going on like in that time period. Yes. And I like how in this movie they referenced the true crime limited series. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like it's all the, about limited series yes, now. Yeah. And I'm like, that is so true. So like anyone going back and watching this movie, they're going to be like, oh my God, like if it's not still a thing in the future, they're going to be like, oh my God, do you remember when like everyone was doing limited series for however many years? I like that they try to keep it relevant to um, how it is. And then I think even the 2011 Scream, they um, referenced that like, oh yeah, those, the stab movies are so 90s. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I like that they try to make it relevant to the time. They do. They do a really good job at always being self-aware, I think, yeah. of what the movies are and mm-hmm. what they stand for. And I think the culture um, that really goes on with it, I it's I think this movie did really good with that, with our characters, we pick up with the characters after six months to a year, mm-hmm. I believe, after what happened in the last Woodsboro killings in Scream 5. And we see them dealing with a lot of grief. Mm-hmm. We deal with them trying to cope with what's going on, with the bigger implications of the fact that they are related mm-hmm. to original killers or original victims we see them just in this type of culture where everything is on social media Mm -hmm. with 
the backlash of what goes on with these killings, with cancel culture, mm-hmm. with conspiracy nuts. We mm-hmm. see them now they haven't just gone through this tragedy of their friends got murdered in front of them and people they thought were their friends were the ones murdering their other friends. Mm-hmm. Now it's everywhere I go, people know it's on yeah. social media. It's on the news. People mm-hmm. can just quick Google you. It's these freaking movies that keep coming out about mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a really good, not only a good way to just see how something like this does play on, especially with like when a mystery is going on, mm-hmm. everyone on the internet has a conspiracy. Everyone mm-hmm. has a thought, even if you're a victim, you're no longer a victim. And to then add to the suspense to keep you guessing on who is behind the ghost mask, mm-hmm. ghost face mask. And <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and, but like keeping these movies fresh. Yeah. Cause there are six of them. Yes. And it's always the same plot, but it's not the same plot. So mm-hmm. you gotta start getting original. And I think today's culture really let them be able to be original. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, with the cancel culture and the conspiracy theories where everything's on the internet, absolutely that plays into it. Um, where that's something that then they have to contend with is, you know, getting into fights and people are recording it and just putting it up with no, I mean, even if you put an explanation about it, people were twisting it a different way and everything like that. So things just, can get cut. People can yep. be like, oh, I was there. I saw different, mm-hmm. even if you weren't, cause it's the internet and yeah. you can say whatever you want. And then those thoughts have real life implications. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they, I think they handled it very well trying to, you know, build that into the narrative. And cause that's something that the characters have to deal with living in this time that, that definitely plays a direct role. I will say here's not a spoiler. Okay. But I'm very, very excited. It was in the beginning of the movie and I look up into the corner of the screen and there is a poster for a podcast that I listen to and I've gone to go see them live and I go, Oh my God, last podcast on the left. I went to go see them like just last year. Oh my gosh. There's, their poster is in this apartment. I was you notice the littlest shit I, in movies, I, like I, I do. the littlest details. My eye got drawn to it because I'm like, why does that look so familiar? I Because I look at it every day because it's on my Spotify every day. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I was geeking out for a little bit there. I loved it. So shout out to Last Podcast on the Left. They're amazing. <laughs> I like that there's something that Scream movies have the capability of doing and they execute it so well. And I'm so, especially in like the last two, because you really are going for that kind of nostalgia feel when Mm -hmm. you're taking over a franchise like this and when you're taking over from from someone as great as Wes Craven. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't want to say all the Easter eggs, although there are a lot of Easter eggs that I really do like. And I like how they tie a bunch of stuff to the old movies. But I like just the nods to like, all the different characters and personalities and who they represent and like the people who have been watching the franchise for so long, like you'll see an interaction mm-hmm. and you'll be like, you'll get a laugh out of it. Cause they'll play in a way like for, for example, um, when 
Matt and I, before we walked into the theater, I looked at him and I said, what are the odds they actually let Gail Weathers keep the character arc that she formed at the end of the movie prior? (laughs) And he goes, maybe for once they'll let it stick. (laughs) And then we get into this movie and when Mm -hmm. Gail makes her appearance, Mm -hmm. they go for the classic I'm going to slap Gail across the face. Mm-hmm. They, they, they try it, mm-hmm. but they do a twist on it mm-hmm. that for people who have been watching these movies get a really big chuckle out of. Yes. And I look at Matt and I go, nope. Why would they? <laughs> <laughs> nope. That seriously, every, every movie you're like, Gail. Did you not learn from last movie? She's like, I I learned my lesson. (laughs) I'm not going to do this. I'm I'm not going to. This is trauma. I have. I made it out alive again. I've learned my lesson. And Uh then we're in this together. Yes. We need to survive together. And then insert Gail. First interaction, next movie, the people can't stand her face. And you're like, what did Gail do in between the filming of these two movies? Tell me what she did. I feel like they could have a whole other series of everything that Gail has done in between the movies because it is such a limited series. Oh, my God. Yes. There we go. We found we found a way into the limited series. All about Gail Weathers. That would be amazing. I would watch it. I absolutely would watch that. Just come on, give it to Courtney Cox. She she totally deserves it. I love her. <laughs> she does so good. She's amazing. <laughs> but so that 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 scene is specifically, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm talking about. And yeah. If you go and see the movie and you're a fan of the franchise, um, you'll know what I'm talking about. But I really do love because there are a lot of interactions like that Mm -hmm. or just quick moments um like there's a scene with a van that feels very familiar (laughs) um just there's Mm -hmm. so much homage yes that like really makes my heart so happy that I'm like I don't know even if this movie was crap like Mm -hmm. you got me there um And I think that's just what makes these movies so special and the Mm -hmm. culture around these movies. And it's so important to, to be a fan to go to these movies. I remember when, when we were getting up from the, we were getting up, the movie was over. It was so funny. I had to write it down, but we were getting up from our seat and I hear behind me, the, the a guy there was a couple behind us a guy said something and then I hear the girl go well you would have liked it and it would have made more sense if you watched the other ones like I told you oh to and my. I fucking tried so hard not to show how much I wanted to laugh at that because it was like I was talking to Matt <laughs> but she literally was like it would have made more sense if you watched the others like I said oh and I was like my god facts How do you go into the sixth movie of anything without at least watching a couple of the other ones? People do it all the time and it boggles Uh, my mind. But hearing the guy be like, yeah, you know, it was okay." But I was a little confused. And her being like, like you just said, the homage, the Easter eggs, the interactions, the characters, you know, basically nothing then. Yeah, because like Skeet's (laughs) character popping in. You'd be like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. 
That's hilarious. I was wondering because I did hear you writing that down. <laughs> what are you writing down? <laughs> yeah, like it's the credits. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm so confused. Oh my gosh, that makes more sense now. Wow. I, wow. I laughed a lot. It was, <laughs> guys, don't go see these movies. If you don't watch the other one, if you don't care, like Jesus, guys, it's number six. Yeah. Or at least go see the requel. Yes. Like, if you don't want to watch one through four, you're crazy. Absolutely. But if you want to go to number six, at least maybe watch Scream, Scream 2022, and and then go see this one. At least watch the recaps. If nothing else. Yeah, I watched like, I watched a recap of Scream 5 mm-hmm. while we were waiting in the lobby yeah. to go into the theater because I didn't get a chance to rewatch the movie like I wanted to. Yeah. And I just wanted like a little refresher of, of the newbies to the franchise. Yeah. I ended up, you know how much I love to rewatch movies. Oh, shocker. I know. Um, I did manage to watch the first one on Thursday. Um, part of the second one and then I fell asleep. Um, cause it was late and then I didn't watch the third one. I watched a recap on the third one and then I watched the fourth one and then I watched the fifth one. So I watched most of them in two nights. So like if I can do it, you guys can do it. Yeah. I may. Well, cause I, Matt hadn't seen them and I wanted mm-hmm. to go see the 2022 one. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I'm not letting your ass walk in there without no. watching the other ones. You Who's literally would have been that woman, the, the couple. No. Cause I wouldn't let him go to the theater. <laughs> I would have gone by myself. He would have been banned. Yeah. <laughs> You can't go until you appreciate it. Exactly. And especially these movies, because the screen movies love movies. Yes. it's There's movies within the movies. They talk about the structure of film. They talk about what you can and can't do. Like, it's just, it is, it's an homage to movies. Horror movies, specifically. Horror movies, yes. Which is, the, it's so good. Why wouldn't you like if you don't like the genre? Okay, fine. God, yeah. But if you love the genre and you're like, oh, well, maybe I want to go watch the new Scream. I'm getting in the ho- watch them all. Yes. Or it this movie is it's not going to get justice from no. you because I I I'm impressed. I guess not impressed because like it's Scream. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm happy. Yeah. Is what I would say. Yeah. I also appreciate the homage to all other slashers, especially in this movie. But like in the other ones, they always have like a Freddy Krueger or at least the striped shirt, which I really appreciate. But this one, at one point, they're on a subway and it's around Halloween and there's so many characters from so horror many. movies. And I so was I was like, like, I was like picking them out. Oh my God, I know me too. <laughs> I was kind of upset that I couldn't like be like, oh my God, look, Shining. Oh my God, look, uh, the ring, like the girl from the ring. I'm like, oh my God. Pennywise. Yeah. Yep. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that were in there. Mike um, Myers was Mike obviously Myers, there. Yep. yep. Jason was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, although there were a bunch of people dressed up as the Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> Maids. I, I was like, that's a modern horror, so I appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't notice that, but that's so fucking funny. Oh my gosh. There were just, there were so many. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like, all in this one area. So yeah, while you're, well, there's this very suspenseful thing going on in the background. You're like, Oh my God, it's the twins from the shining. <laughs> okay. That brings me into a thought that I had. Okay. 
Here's here is my rant. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was going to be a rant. I'm so excited. It's more like a societal type rant. Like okay. I get for the movie purposes and the sto- the storyline why it's not a thing. Mm-hmm. But because Scream keeps everything else really with the times, I'm just really. Why are we on movie number six and people can still fucking buy these masks? (laughs) Why? These killings happen and they're on the news and the reporter's like, the number of stab mask sales have been going through the roof. I got one. Do you? Why do you still let people buy them? We have had massacre after massacre and you are still letting people fucking buy these costumes. Mm -hmm. That's my rant. I was so fucking annoyed. <laughs> well, I, yeah. Like, I get for the reason of the purposes, and there's a scene with the fact that people can have access to that mm-hmm. that works really well, and I actually thought was really cool, mm-hmm. and I like the suspense behind it because you don't know yeah. which one's going to pounce, yeah. you know? But at the same time in the back of my head i'm like someone has had to have fucking outlawed this right and been like stop fucking selling these costumes like stop making more but uh, honestly if the demand is there and people are crazy like if people were like you know i feel like it'd be like you know people are because that's what i think could be a good next movie or Mm -hmm. step or something that the legislation's finally like fucking done with these masks you're not buying anymore they're done they're out of here outlawed if i see you wearing them I'm done and you know and then maybe people get the sense of security like the characters are like oh thank god people mm-hmm. are finally trying to stop this shit and then one pops up you know mm-hmm. once they're gone like someone is so fucking psycho that they make one themselves they craft a mask they go that far they can't just go to the Walmart Supercenter <laughs> and mass buy them near Halloween to start another October murder spree, Ooh. you know? And this this movie does do something with the mask, which is not mm-hmm. just store-bought. There is a story behind the law of the mask mm-hmm. in this movie, but there is also that subsection. And in previous movies, too, they are just... The, you can mass buy them. And I'm like, yep. that would be kind of a cool MO that someone years after, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, they're like, we're done. It's out of here. You can't get them. Stab. Done. Outlawed. Stop. Stop fucking idolizing these people and keep doing it. And then they just, someone goes so crazy and they make it reappear. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. I think that would kind of go along with like Scream 4 where I think it was Dewey saying the line of um, one generation's tragedy is the next generation's joke. Yes. And I'm like, maybe it would take nothing happening for a long time that then it all dies down because they're like every decade, like it reappears and stuff, but it would, it would take more than that to die it down. And then, then you feel that security and then it pops up. But I don't think that they're going <laughs> to wait years and years for something to go on again because that yeah. just wouldn't make sense. Yeah, no. But like this one was like a year after yeah. and like with all the social media Which, and especially with this one with all the conspiracies around it, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, there is like mass hysteria about this. Mm-hmm. 
stop it. <laughs> or at least try. Stop giving Gail Weather her books. <laughs> stop making stab movies. Stop trying to make it a limited series now. <laughs> what, what, Possibly. Whatever. Whatever might have been happening. Stop <laughs> selling them at Halloween, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, that's just <laughs> from like if this happened like for reals, mm-hmm. like people would throw a riot if people could still have access to this. Like there would be legit shit hitting the fan if this type of massacre happened and then you could still go be that person for Halloween. Like with all the stuff with Jeffrey Dahmer Mm -hmm. dressing up for Halloween after the Netflix docuseries, people Mm -hmm. were livid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Can we get to that next step? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For, but like I said, for a movie standpoint, I understand, but it is something that, always kind of nags in the back of my mind when I watch a screen movie. And then mm-hmm. this movie more than ever, especially with it being around Halloween. So they amped up how many people could dress up as them. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, somebody stop this. Are we kidding? I, I think if they did try to do it, that would just add to the appeal of doing it. Like if they, if they pass legislation or whatever to ban them, then people are like, why is it banned? Then they go and find out more of it and they're like, oh my gosh, I want to dress up as it. Cause you know. Yeah. But I feel like that could also be like a interesting storyline. Definitely. Yeah. I don't know. Just <laughs> we're throwing ideas out there for them. That was just like my little, I didn't even write it down. Cause I was like, I know I'm going to remember this. <laughs> cause it was like, cause especially with the scene where it was like sales of this are through the roof. I'm like, people are nuts. <laughs> That's what my brain sounded like at that scene. <laughs> It was mad. <laughs> oh my goodness. Do we have any non-spoiler thoughts that we want to really talk about or do we just kind of want to start getting into it? I think we can just start getting into it. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm ready for this part. Okay. Um I have some thoughts on some kills I want to talk about. Okay. I have some thoughts on some storyline I want to talk about. Um I definitely want to talk about our thought process through the movie of who is Ghostface this movie mm-hmm. predictions, um, little throw offs. Like let's, that's what I want to start getting into. Okay. The nitty gritty. Okay. <laughs> so let's from the get go. The first thing I wrote down, you talked about the first thing you wrote down. Mm-hmm. The first thing I wrote down was, Oh, we're going to meet the killer right away. Yes. And I was like, that's kind of interesting. Cause then we can see what gives them away. Yeah. And then, like, 10 minutes later, I wrote LLJK. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What did I write? Did we give us... We said we were getting into the nitty-gritty. So, spoiler alert oh, from wait. this point forward. from the other one. Yes. If it wasn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I meant to write that down. I don't know why I did. I think because I was like, no, pay attention to what's going on. But, yeah, it was, like, immediately I was like, wait, this is weird. This is new. Yeah. But then it was, like, immediately all these thoughts go through my head of, wait, how are they going to, this is going to feel so different though. If we don't know who the killer is. Yeah. If we know who the killer is, it's going to feel so weird and it's not going to be like, who is it? That suspense. And then, yeah, like 
five minutes later, you're like, oh, never mind. I was kind of into it. Like, I don't know if it could have sustained a whole movie. Yes. Like, maybe like a midway through reveal. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know. Like, in the beginning, I was like, wait, this is kind of okay. Are we going to see how they interact with their life? Mm -hmm. Are we going to see how they get in it? Are we going to watch the behind the scenes of how Ghostface is Ghostface? Like, Mm -hmm. are we going to... Ooh, okay. Wait a second. It was like a fresh new take on it. I was like, this could be very interesting. And then they're like, psych, ghost face kills ghost face. They're like, you fell for that, didn't you? <laughs> like, I was on edge, but I was like, if they go with this, I'll be into it. Yeah. Um, but I, I liked it because then they're like, oh yeah, you know, you hear the phone call with who would have been the duo because there's always mm-hmm. a duo minus Scream 3. Mm-hmm. Um, finishing off from where five left off they were friends with richie they wanted to not avenge richie but continue the mission he started Mm -hmm. and i was like oh okay so we're 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 still on that Mm -hmm. you know and then and then when i was like kind of realizing that they're telling the motive right away and i was like okay so this isn't gonna be what's gonna Mm -hmm. happen Mm -hmm. but then i was like now i'm kind of glad because i could i would have I would have been sick of it if yeah. it was just trying to finish off that crack ass yeah. motive <laughs> from five. Yes. Definitely. But that, I thought that was an interesting take mm-hmm. right off the bat. Like as soon as he pulls his mask off, you're like, I was like, what the hell is going on? And then I was like, who is that? <laughs> Do I remember the him from another movie? No. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I don't. Is that Evan Jogia? <laughs> and then and then he was on screen for a little longer. I was like, no, off brand. Okay. <laughs> Who are you? He's from um Spider-Man. He plays Flash. Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. In the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. So Ghostface reveal isn't Ghostface. Sorry, spoiler. Um, not really. I don't. I, I can't keep saying everything. I need to nip that in the butt for myself because that's going to get annoying. What were your suspicions after that? Once you're like, OK, that's not it. Did you figure it out? Um, I no, No and yes. OK, because whenever someone says that they have a family member died, I'm always suspicious of that. Yes. Like, did they actually die? Did did they actually die? How did they die? How did they die? Are you just saying that to get like the sympathy or like whatever? Mm -hmm. But then, yeah. So I did and I didn't. I mostly did not. (laughs) Mostly did not. We know how I am with predictions. (laughs) (laughs) I, mm, I would... I think agree with you that I did and I didn't, I did get thrown off a bit. Mm-hmm. I think the the reboots have been really good at yeah. throwing me off and I'm like, okay, I'm going to give you credit for that. Cause you've, you've fooled me. And there was, um, a moment where I was leaning into the, okay, wait, did Samantha freaking snap? Oh yeah. And yeah. No, I is her, boyfriend ooh, killer killer Mm. lover duo we going back to what we thought halloween ends was gonna turn Mm -hmm. into i was like okay and i was like 
no, like she's, she's gone through some trauma. She has. But like that, I think that got nipped fairly mm-hmm. in, in the butt fairly soon. Yeah. Um, and then there was a moment where I was kind of leaning into the Kirby of it all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and that one I think might've gotten me the longest, mm-hmm. but then like I had this epiphany, like half when I started really leaning into it and Matt would remember this. I don't think you were like looking at me to notice, but like I saw it, I shot like straight up in my seat and I was like, if it was her, mm-hmm. who the fuck would the second person be? And I started yeah. thinking and I was like, no, I cannot think of any person that would be with her mm-hmm. for this to make sense to me. Yeah. And I, and then there was like this one scene that I was like, nope, like that she was in after something had gone down. And I was like, no, I, 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 I cannot lead into it. And then the, that's when the movie starts leaning into it being mm-hmm. her. And like, I'm like, nope, I already debunked it in my brain. I shot straight up in my seat. Mm-hmm. Matt looked at me. He's like, what? I'm like, no, can't talk about it right Stop. now. I debunked that it was her or Tara because they are extremely tiny people. Yes. Yep. Compared to everyone else, like I was watching, I was trying to see like the height and I'm like, no, they're like all of what, five foot? No, they, they can't be. The killers are all like taller than everyone else. Not tall, well, uh, pretty comparable, but I was like, that's no way unless they're wearing extreme platform shoes and you cannot wear extreme platform shoes and do all that killing and running around. All that running around. All that running around. I think it would tip off everyone. They'd be like, okay, we know it's you. Like, yeah. Just but take that was, that was like my two like kind of throw offs <laughs> were like, but I think the one I leaned into probably the most was like Kirby for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then when I had that moment, I was like, Mm-mm. so I started leaning towards in the kind of who it actually was. Mm-hmm. And I was like that, that might make some sense but and then like I was just and then like once once one started to get revealed I I connected the dots to the other ones yeah I know we're going spoilers but I'm not gonna say who just in case people like don't care about some spoilers and and want to listen to this part I don't Mm -hmm. I mean we kind of just said who it wasn't but they knew it was gonna be a spoiler but I'm not gonna go that far into a spoiler out of yeah um I definitely was leaning towards um the boyfriend um at one point because never trust a love interest. Never let never trust a love interest. And then also they're like, buy suspicious new guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, okay. I love it, especially with like us, because we like to do nicknames for all of our group chats and stuff. I'm like, suspicious new guy. That's definitely gonna go somewhere. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> someone's gonna get that. <laughs> no and like th- but and they casted well for that because yes. he's the demeanor mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. um both in physicality and kind of how he acts yeah so and like his, his, his like voice and stuff yes. too so like they that was a good like but the, to me i was like i don't think it could be him because i felt like it was too on the nose obvious yes i was like if it ends up being him then they failed mm-hmm. well if if you go back to the rant where they're saying um it's the if, if it was, whatever it was last time, it's the opposite. And it literally like, not literally was the opposite, but like love interest last time, not going to be the love interest this time. Yeah. So it was like, oh, you are following the rules. So then if they do do a 
do do if they do <laughs> sorry You're if fine. they do another one is it gonna follow like because it was kind of following more of the sequel rules but now within the franchise but are they gonna do like third installment of a franchise for rules well I'm not sure because a franchise would technically be all six. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be the third movie of a franchise because that would still technically be three. So, but this is a new segment of mm-hmm. the franchise because it's now part of, you know, the the requel. If they do a third one, it'd be the a requel trilogy. Mm-hmm. So it could fall into a trilogy, trilogy yeah. type because they did rule, but the maybe second. with a franchise yeah. twist. Yeah, I think you're calling it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> heard it here first. <laughs> um, I I accept money, Paramount. <laughs> I will be on your creative team. Give me a call. <laughs> um, I do have a like special shout out. Okay. Um, to one of our listeners that we talked to today. Um, one of our, one of our friends who listens. Um, okay. So I was talking with him about how we were going to go see the movie. He'd already seen it. And he's like, I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Um, but he's like, I have something. It's not a spoiler, but it's just like a fun little thing that you can look forward to possibly seeing. Okay. And then he's like, but I'm not sure if I saw it, it was real quick. So maybe you can confirm with me. So here's me confirming. I did see a character dressed up as Wednesday just yes. without the pigtails. And I, I was like, notice that oh. too. as soon as she turned her head, I could see the dark lipstick and like the hair. And it was, it was the dress with the white collar. I noticed that. So here's me confirming to our friend. I did see Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I noticed that too. I didn't know we were confirming it. Yes. You didn't give me a heads up. I would look. We weren't allowed to talk about the movie. Whatever. <laughs> He didn't give me that heads up. No, no, he didn't. Um, but I, I agree with him that we enjoyed the movie. So mm-hmm. good call on him. Yeah. Um, but I can double confirm that because I didn't know we were looking for that. Really? And I did notice that. Yes. So cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I guess speaking of Wednesday, we should talk about Jenna Ortega. Yes. Because I love her. <laughs> she's fantastic. And she's actually, I think, the only person I wrote down under my standout performance. Um, I wrote her down. I wrote Jenna Ortega in parentheses, of course. Um, and then I did write Melissa, um, Barrera. I thought that she did fantastic. I like her. (laughs) That sounds harsh. I don't, I don't dislike her. Mm -hmm. It's just, there are some scenes where I feel like I can tell she's acting. Okay. And it, it drives me a little nutty and it could just be because I'm picky and I have to look for everything wrong. But, you know, we have the sheet and it's a standout performance mm-hmm. and I want to I want to feel it. And there are some points I was like, maybe she's just kind of phoning it in. But then there were some other parts when she was kind of leaning into her darker side yeah. where I was like, I like that. Yeah. I like that for you. And I don't know if they're going to go with that storyline and that's why you got casted. But freaking love that Mm -hmm. and then but then there was like some other ones where I was like eh but Jenna all the time for me is just 100% she's a winner she's so good um 
And I like seeing her like, because I think the first time I, the first couple of times I'd seen her and stuff, I'd seen her in you and I'd seen her in this new scream. And I was like, okay, I feel like they're kind of the same roles, you know? Okay. Like character ish wise, the, the snarky younger sister, <laughs> um, type of role. And then she was an ex and that was kind of different and it wasn't too different. But then honestly, Wednesday, I think was the game changer for me because it mm-hmm. was so different from that really spunky, like she was still snarky, but like mm-hmm. not that like upbeat little yeah. sister energy or like, you know, like the teenage attitude. It was just like a Wednesday attitude. Yeah. So then going back and seeing her in this one after seeing her in that very, very recently mm-hmm. and seeing that switch in her, I really liked. And I could like, I made me notice more how good of an actress she is. Mm-hmm. So I think mine is the opposite. Really? I had not really seen her in anything. Like maybe if she like guest starred on like a show or whatever, but I don't really count those. But the first thing that I really saw her in was Wednesday. Okay. So I've only, I only saw her as no emotion except for like some little teeny tiny smiles Mm -hmm. in the show, but like no emotion, but she could still like convey that. And I was like, Oh my God, this, she's an amazing actress. And then seeing her in scream five and then scream six, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so excited to see her smile more. (laughs) Like she's so, like, cause I, I didn't see that in Wednesday. So it yeah. was just like the Wednesday attitude of being like down all the time. And then in this, where she's like, I'm going to live my life. And she's so, she's got that energy. So for me, it was no energy to energy. And I was like, I liked seeing that shift. Yeah. I just liked seeing the diversity. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like if I didn't have Wednesday in the middle and her having a role like that, I don't think I could have appreciated what she had done. Mm-hmm. In this one, because it would have been like, okay, she's already played this character in five. She kind of played this character in you because she was a young, she plays a younger sister in that. And she has that snarky little attitude-y, know-it-all type of, you know, type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and then... X, X, X is different. It's It's a slasher, but it's like, she wasn't like the main character of it. She was, she was, you know, um... Well, let me think about it real quick. <laughs> um, I guess that was kind of different for her because she, um, the the movie's about filming a porn mm-hmm. and she's there, but she's not there as like one of the actresses. She's like kind of like all shy and timid. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she's there because like her boyfriend films the movies. Oh, okay. Um, like he's the art director behind it. And then gotcha. like she kind of transforms by being around these people. So I guess that's a, a different ish role, mm-hmm. but like Wednesday was like the most different. And yeah. then, so like, I just liked seeing the variety so yeah. I could appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I will say, I don't know if it's just because these movies with the one from last year and then this year that they're more recent, but I felt more emotional watching the last two movies I feel like they, I I don't know if you feel that, but I felt like more, it was more going into like the grief and, Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know if it was was like more close ups on their faces and stuff like that. And you could see a lot of the emotion, but especially in the 2022 
where like in one scene that I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to start crying was when Jenna Ortega's character is in the hospital and she sees her sister for the first time in five years. And she immediately breaks down and she's like, I'm so scared. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to start crying. Like, I don't know if it's it absolutely is a credit to Jenna Ortega as yes. an amazing actress, but I I feel more emotional watching these last two films. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. Um, I feel like they do because society kind of goes with that type of mode now for horrors. It's not like, oh, there's just going to be like a big slasher scene and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we survived. And then the yeah. next one, it's like, hope it doesn't happen again. Um, it does really lean into the trauma of it mm-hmm. and it is emotional. Um, and they, they, they do a really good job. I also think the nostalgia mm-hmm. of it all coming back on screen, you know, thinking like the series is done. You've seen the last of it and then they bring it back and they bring it back so well mm-hmm. with all of like, we've been talking about the homages and the, the, some of the characters coming back. Um, just, yeah, like I, that makes me emotional in any type of movie. Mm-hmm. It, like if you get the score just right or the yeah. costuming just right, yeah. or like, like seeing Stu's house and, and yeah. five was emotional. Um, Dewey wrecked me. Yes. Wrecked. I was a freaking slobbering mess <laughs> um, for Dewey. So yeah. I, I would, I would second that thought personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and to go with the homages, I think we should talk about the museum. Oh my God. That was brilliant. So good. I want to see it. Like if they yeah. made it like an actual, like, oh you know, museum for like the screen movies, mm-hmm. I would go. Yeah. That was really, really cool. And then as they're walking through it, you're like, yeah, wait a minute. Where did they get all of this? Like a lot of this stuff is evidence. Like mm-hmm. what? I just liked some of the stuff they thought to bring, like yeah. the, the TV that killed Stu. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> Having, was you know, cause you never really wonder like what happens to the costumes after. So yeah. seeing all of that, some of the original knives, the drawings, like the drawings were a cool addition to it. I want to know who did them. Was it, do, do you think, it, I feel like it would have been Richie. I think that that's right, but I'm not sure. I I, I definitely want to see this movie again. I'm not going (laughs) to lie and see what I missed and like pick up on. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Love rewatching movies and yeah, everything that you pick. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I feel attacked. (laughs) But just to see... Like sometimes it's just like a comfort thing of like watching it and you know how it's going to end, but then, but knowing how it's going to end and going through and seeing all, especially with these kinds of movies. What did I miss? What did I miss? There have to be clues in it. Like, I feel like a lot of directors like putting those clues in to get people to rewatch them to be like, what did I miss that first time around? Yeah. I... I like this one because there's a moment that they call it. Mm-hmm. And I honestly want to go back and watch that scene and see if there's any facial reactions that would give that away. Cause thinking back now, I'm, I am thinking of some things that do um, 
kind of raise a flag. Mm -hmm. Um, a couple scenes in particular that I don't want to get into because I, as mega spoiler, mega spoiler. Mm -hmm. Um, but there is one in particular when they're, you know, doing their normal rules thing Mm -hmm. and they, they kind of, they straight call it. Yeah. And I want to go back and see if there's something, some indication in the acting Mm -hmm. that would like, if you were looking for it, you would have been like, Oh, (laughs) duh. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, like the facial reaction at the, at an accusation, like Mm -hmm. did they just give it away. Yeah. Was I, was that a smirk there I missed? Like just something small like that. I kind of want to go and see. I, yes. On that same vein I think that there's there's a couple characters that I would I want to go back and I want to see how they interact with each other because I'm like wait a minute like they were really close to each other I want to see like they make an eye contact like behind the scenes like they are they looking at each other if they're in the same scene like stuff like that I yeah that I want to go back and watch that especially with especially with this one I really Yes. Yes. I like, cause it's burrowed, I guess mm-hmm. I, and that's a testament to this movie. Cause I, I, as we talked about, I was scared. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm so happy that I'm excited to go back and watch again. Yeah. Like I'm not like, it's not like a Halloween reboot trilogy <clears throat> where I'm like, I'm not watching those again. <clears throat> yep. Like I'm, <laughs> don't make me sit through them again. I don't no, care what I missed. Not. I'm over it. <laughs> It's done. Um, it's in the past. The original one's the only one that counts in my eyes anymore. Where I'm done, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. It was actually on the other night at um at a bar I was at, and I was like, turn it off. I was like, can we change the channel? <laughs> can we watch something else? But um, but I did say because I was like, the beginning of this is fantastic, and then I was like, then we can shut it off, please. Can I have the remote? Let's change it. Um, but going back to where you said that you were scared. Now, how do you feel about it being set in New York City? I liked it. I think that they worked. I don't think it works for every movie. No. This one, I think they found a way to really make it work. Mm -hmm. And with how kind of society is now and with like even the stuff about the masks that we've been talking about, um, I... I think it worked pretty good. And honestly, like it being in the big city, I think actually got kind of hyped up a little too much <laughs> as it being part of the storyline. Cause I, it, it worked so well that it actually didn't like, I wasn't like, Oh, it's a new, I didn't really think like, Oh, this takes place in New York city. No. I didn't really, I didn't get that. Yeah. Um, I think it really could have taken place anywhere for the most part, except for a couple scenes that like, was really reliant on the city setting mm-hmm. for it to work. Yes. But other than that, like it really didn't go into some of those tropes that I was scared. Yes. For. Yeah. So props to them. Absolutely. I think at one point I was like, Oh my gosh, there's so many people around, but I mean, that's just any kind of city. But then I was like, it is New York city. There's millions of people. Yeah. there. But yeah, I think, I think it totally worked because I was scared about it being in New York city too. And there, there were a lot of things that they really utilized mm-hmm. big cities. Here's what they have to offer. I thought they used that pretty well. I, I agree. I think they did. There's only really one complaint that I would have. Mm. 
Um, and it's just that when it comes to movies like this, where the killer has to be somebody that, you know, mm-hmm. and they normally have a partner and the partner usually is also somebody that, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's all kind of connected. Um, I feel like when you go to a big city route, there are so many different people. What are, what are the odds that, you know, I'm trying to find that. What are the odds that like these people hatch this plan to go after the survivor group Mm. that they get accepted in, that they get brought in, that all of the people involved to go after the survivor group of friend conveniently mm-hmm. ended up there. And especially one of the big characters, one of, one of them, I'm not going to say which one or, mm-hmm. um, that is very in the middle of the storyline. Mm-hmm. And it's very, con- like very convenient that this is the person. Mm-hmm that ends up being kind of a puppet to it all. And they end up, you know what I mean? I think, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Without trying to give anything away. Yeah. Yeah. The most active of the, the two of, of not the, the most active of the ghost faces in this one, the Mm -hmm. one that was like very, had a lot of screen time. Yes. Very convenient that that person would end up there Mm -hmm. and that, their co ghost face also made like it just worked yes. out too convenient. It was that was that. Yeah, now that you think about it, one like thing that like I think it's like in a city of millions, mm-hmm. very convenient that the people that needed to be there were the ones that got accepted by this group of people to be there. Yeah, especially the one where it was like an anonymous thing. Mm-hmm. You're like, wait. Yeah, how would that have come about? Yep, that's very, I agree with that. Yep. That's really the only thing like that for setting purposes didn't didn't work mm-hmm. for me. When you think about it, you are like in the moment, like the movie's really good and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is, you know, okay. Oh, wow. Oh, but then like you, when you sit back and you think on it, you're like. It all worked out a little too conveniently. Yeah. Yes. Especially because the, I think the one you just mentioned, that's, I think the one of the three that didn't get answered on how they ended up there. Yeah. Because the, yes, there was another thing that was directly related to that. Yes. But it was explained. And that, that, that one, the one, that one ghost face, they're, they're getting there with that convenience was never explained on how that ended up working out. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that one would have had to be the first one in place. Or actually, it could have not been. Hmm. I don't I feel I, I feel like I can't explain it without it being yeah, too much. We won't but, get into it. Yeah, we won't get into it now, but um, Maybe that's something we'd pick up on a rewatch. Yeah. Something we missed or some yeah. timeline that maybe was mentioned that like at the time it didn't sound important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, who, especially in the beginning, like they're throwing so much information at you. I feel like in any kind of slasher movie or any movie where any mystery movie, mm-hmm. they're throwing so much information that you're like, I don't know yet what is pertinent and what is just thrown in there. Yeah. 
So yeah, it definitely could be something on a rewatch where you're like, oh my God, I missed that the first time. Yes, I want to. Or the second time or the third time. So we're going a little long. Mm-hmm. So let's start wrapping up. Okay. Final thoughts, things we really want to talk about. There's a couple kills that we haven't talked about that I want to talk about. Um, but before we get into that, if you have anything. I just have a thing that um, I have yet another reason to dislike ladders. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> Does that lead into? Yeah. <laughs> I want to nominate the ladder kill. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. That was brutal. So brutal. Yeah. So creative. Yes. I was like the whole time, like, nope, 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 mm-hmm. nope. Mm-hmm. But like, it was so many of these kills, honestly, had like my jaw on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I love when they can do that. Like, even if it's like you've seen it before, they yeah. bring it to you in a way that like you've seen the type of kill before, mm-hmm. but then how it ends up happening Ugh, or yeah. like, or like how the fatal blow ends up going. You're like, oh shit, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and that ladder kill had my, I need to nominate it I as a potential best kill. Absolutely second the motion because that was... That was one where Ghostface put down their weapon and was like, nah, I'm just going to use this ladder to my advantage and be like, bloop, 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 boom. Yeah. And That's then basically he, how and then afterly, after he cockily picks up the knife, he yeah. didn't even use it. He's like, trot Didn't off. even need it. Take that. I was like, what? Yeah. So blown away. Blown away. Yeah. That that was actually one of the kills I wanted to get into, which is um the the ladder kill yeah. that it yeah. needs to be a nomination for potential best kill. <sighs> Absolutely. Um speaking of s- silly ways Ghostface gets a kill. <laughs> um Ghostface with a gun. Uh, the- yes. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because I was like, "Wait a minute. Has Ghostface ever used a gun before?" I maybe like mm. I feel like yes, or at least like after the mask has like come off and they're in like a fight like that, like then they're just like, fuck it, whatever. As Ghostface with the mask on, I think it's always been stab, stab, stab. I don't think, I I think like with the third one where Roman was Ghostface in the third movie. Yeah. He absolutely had a gun because he was shooting Sydney and she had on a um, uh, bulletproof vest and as did he. But, oh, I I was trying to think back on it, but I was like, I don't think while as while dressed as Ghostface, that Ghostface uses a gun. Um, I don't think so because the internet is baffled. <laughs> I looked up Ghostface gun just to verify. Um, why is Ghostface using a gun? Scream Six fans baffled. Um, Scream Six director defends Ghostface changes. Um, Ghostface is armed and more dangerous than ever. <laughs> I think it makes sense with how it works. In, it works in the, in the scene. Yeah. Because, um, because yeah, in the third one, Roman is shooting at Sydney in the fourth one, Jill Roberts is shooting at everyone in the hospital. Um, she shoots, uh, the deputy, and I'm trying to think while she shoots. I feel like, she, oh yeah, she shoots Gail. She shoots Gail and the deputy. Um, so, but I feel there's like Gail gets shot a lot. She has that woman has bullets in her. So many scars, like that's insane. Um, 
but yeah. So yeah, as Ghostface, not wearing the mask and everything, not using a gun. So that was, that was something that was interesting. And I, I meant to write it down of like, what? Like, do you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, I'm thinking not. Yeah. And then I really only had one other thing. Do you have anything else? Um, no, I think that's everything on my list. Okay. This one, it's connected to the scene with the ladder kill. Mm-hmm. But I laughed out loud when Sam's boyfriend mm-hmm. is trying to get a hold of them to be like, hey, I'm seeing some shit. Mm-hmm. And he can't get a hold of them. So he takes a photo of a murder taking place and just fucking airdrops it to the group. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just call him later. <laughs> it's like, no, answer the phone, which, which goes into a whole, do you answer the phone or not answer the phone in these movies? Because if you answer the phone, you're talking to Ghostface. But if you don't answer the phone, you're missing that Ghostface is killing someone. So either way, you're fucked. So he's just like, I, oh, he, he probably was like, oh shit, they don't like phone calls. Let me just airdrop this real quick. <laughs> you don't answer the phone. What if they're just texting? <laughs> I feel like that's, Which I kind of just, that just circled back to Jenna Ortega's, um, voicemail box in the, in the beginning when Sam's calling her and she doesn't Uh answer and she goes, LOL, why, why aren't you texting me? Yes. Oh my gosh. Which I didn't even think about. Like you have to have PTSD when a phone rings. Uh Uh-huh. Which I mean, you think about during the movie, like when phones are ringing, you're like, oh God, every time. But yeah. like that, like when that little quip was said, I didn't even think about that. That's I'm like, so oh, funny. I was like, that's so modern teen. People don't it call really, anymore. It really is. And that's all I thought of it as. But thinking back is like, shit, you know, it, it all works. It all works. I, I love, love it. I love that we're sitting here and like thinking about other, other things. And the, I'm going to going with the airdrop kill, circling back to talking about clues, mm-hmm. heavy spoiler, so kind of, yeah, I'm going to try and make it not sound so spoilish, but it's a heavy spoiler. That photo mm-hmm. that he takes and mm-hmm. he airdrops the person getting killed by Ghostface. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I want to see that scene again. I want to mm-hmm. see that photo. Yes. it. I remember it being very blurry. It was really hard to see what was and, going and that, on. And that's the point. But mm-hmm. I wonder if there is, if that's an Easter egg, like if you... Yes. Look at it too long. Like if you find the snippet, if you're watching it on streaming, can you pause it? Like yeah. I, that's, I, that's something I want to see again. That's very interesting. I, yeah, that's, that's that dynamic where I'm like, I want to go back and watch like just those two uh-huh. to see. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. If anyone <laughs> finds it on streaming, um, after they go see it in theaters, um, you know, for a rewatch. Yeah, watch on streaming. When it comes on. Pause it and be like, it is suspicious. When it comes on, probably Paramount Plus. Yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. Pause. Pause that. See where that goes. Yeah. Walk all up to my TV screen. Isn't it? Yeah. Because as soon as I was like, oh, yeah. So he just, because I was like, while I was explaining it, he just takes a photo of an ongoing murder. And I'm like, wait a second. Uh Who was he taking Mm -hmm. a photo of? Mm -hmm. Yep. so cool i love talking about movies (laughs) (laughs) do we have anything else 
Or do you think we have thoroughly taken a stab at breaking down Scream? I think we have. Um, do you want to end with what your star rating would be for it? Yes. Um, great question. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, do I not, do I change it to not be stars and make them knives instead? That would have been so cute. I know. But then I was like, do I want to do that for everyone, every single one? And I'm like, you know what? I actually think I might want to because it's really fun. Okay. But for um, our double header, the other one could have been little dinos. Yep. I just thought of that. Okay, so going forward, we're, yeah, we're it, we're no longer doing stars unless it is star related. So, yeah, I'm pretending that out of five knives, okay, how many knives do you give this? I'm gonna give it a solid four knives. Four knives, solid. All right. Yeah, I think it would have been a little lower if we did it at the beginning of our talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I did thoroughly enjoy it, but I'm a snob when it comes to getting into the four and fives. I always have been. Yes. But sitting here and just talking about all these little Easter eggs and all mm-hmm. these while we're talking, like, oh, wait, if I rewatch that scene, this. Mm-hmm. And I love I love the art behind it. And that gives it a nice four knives. All right. I'm going to give it 4.25 knives. Because I always have to go a little bit more. <laughs> so a knife and like part of a handle. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and to to clarify, they're bloody knives. Okay. Not just normal. Obviously. Knives. Duh. Slasher movie has to be blood. Um, so yeah. Overall, I really liked it. Um, definitely going to watch it again because we need to. Have to. Especially with... Are we going to have like our own screamathon? <laughs> that might be an idea. <laughs> Don't give me ideas because you know I'll do it. Our next attempt at a movie marathon. <laughs> Actually, no, we do need to do the Saw movies for yeah. our one friend. Um, yes. Yeah. So we need to do that <laughs> again, attempt. Um, but then I think a screamathon, you know, down the line would be cool. I agree. Especially if they end up going for seven. Yes. Yep. Right before they drop that one, I think that would be a lot of fun. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think we did it, Em. I think we did. Okay. Well, then in that case, that's all from us. Remember to become a Box Office Club member to like, subscribe, review, and reach out to us at boxofficeclubpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. What did you think of Scream 6? Stay safe, support your local theaters, tell us your thoughts on this week's box office stories, and we will see you next time with another segment of The Box Box Office Club. Club.